0: I lived the life of a chemsex sex addict with multiple sex partners and abusing drugs. And then I encountered the Lord Jesus Christ and got a new life. Real life starts now. This is
1: Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lang. welcome to The Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Now, lately, we've been talking about someone who had a chem sex addiction, who lived a crazy life of drugs, partying, and just some really reckless wild living. In our last show, Joshua Berklin shared with us how his first threesome experience led to trying to fulfill those sexual desires over and over again. And he shared with us how he contracted HIV from a partner. And on top of that, he was also getting into violent interactions with his relationships that often landed him in jail. But one of the times he went to jail, he was trying to get special treatment by confessing that he had HIV. But it backfired and instead he got put into a psych ward division where he was surrounded by those who were tormented and screaming out in mental agony. This caused him more mental agony. And he was trying to get something to read or something to distract his mind. And he finally asked the guard for a Bible. The guard gave him one and he began to read in the book of John and God started talking to him and he had this moment with God and we're going to pick up from there. So Joshua, welcome to the show.
0: Good to see you again.
1: Joshua, I'm so glad, brother, that you're with us. Tell me what happened in that moment that you're in the jail cell and you're having this kind of conversation with God. You're realizing he died on the cross for you. I understand you shouted out to him. What did you shout?
0: The very first time I talked to God was I'm screaming and cursing at him. Why would you fix me? Why would you change me like everybody else? I mean, I'm cursing at God. Right. But when I heard him speak back, that's when things started to change. You have to forgive your father. How in the beep am I supposed to do that? Because it happened to him too. Wow. In hearing those words, I kid you not compassion hit me for my father for the first time ever a man i hated a man that i showed up an hour late to his funeral because i was high on cocaine and having sex with strangers the night before i made a mockery of his funeral i hated the man and then all of a sudden i started to realize that not only had i become like my father i had become worse
1: wow because you experienced some like abuse from your father when you were younger is that right
0: Physical abuse, verbal abuse.
1: Okay, I see.
0: And then also blaming him for what he did to my mom and what he did to my sister. Wow. That fueled a lot
1: of my rage. I see. So all this recklessness, God begins to reveal to you where it's coming from. Now, after you found Christ, tell us the difference in the rage you used to feel and how you feel today in that area in your life.
0: Oh, I'm still feisty. <laughs> but the Lord has really worked on me about not just watching my tongue, but to lead with love. I mean, the one mm. thing that I've been able to learn through my healing journey, and it's been crazy, like learning that I had dissociative identity disorder and multiple personalities, and that was part of the problem of what was going on and wow. why I never knew who I really was. Wow. All of that started to come into play. And the Lord has been healing me and healing my mind to give me one mind which is the mind of Christ through that. I've learned to love God has restored my life everything I've lost, which was a lot, not just millions of dollars, but my kids, wives, everything, security, my homes being homeless. Wow. God has worked on my heart in a way that now, yeah, I'm feisty, but now I fight with love Mm. and with wisdom. And it's much, much different because I'm fighting a different battle than what I was fighting before. I'm not fighting myself. Mm. Now I'm fighting to free the people that were in the same hell that I was in.
1: Wow, that's amazing, man. Now, out of curiosity, because it sounds like in the past, you had lost control with sex all over the place, right? While being married. And I understand you're married today. So you're committed with one woman today, who's a wonderful woman. Very. But how does that switch happen? Because somebody right now is listening and and they can probably identify, they're probably in that chem sex addiction that you're in. Mm. You know, so how on earth did you overcome that?
0: Well, one, stopping using the drugs that were fueling the demon inside of me, that helped Mm, a lot and becoming the man that God created me to be before I ever stepped foot in another relationship. You know, I lived a year in isolation of just learning to trust myself and to learning that I could trust to make good decisions for myself because I never believed even after giving my life to the Lord that God really loved me Mm. because I still felt shame and guilt for the struggle and the life that I lived, but even the things that I was still struggling with. It wasn't until I learned that God loved me exactly the way I was Mm. that I started to make more loving decisions for myself, which ultimately helped me become the man that I was created to be and therefore be able to receive God's blessings with an amazing wife that was made just for me two stepkids that you would never know that were not my children and my life is completely restored. I'm living the life of my dreams because of what Jesus did for me.
1: You know, that's fantastic. And what I really love about that, Joshua, is that it wasn't condemnation, but it was the goodness of God. When you realize that God was good, then you were able to let that in and reflect that same light. And it seems like you're really understanding today who you are. Like you said before, I didn't know who I was, but today, do you have a firmer grip on who you are through Christ?
0: Yes. And even though I have not fully healed from DID just yet, mm-hmm. I'm closer than I've ever been. And I walk out my faith every day, even if I'm not perfect or if I screw up or I'm struggling with something. Yeah, I've learned that I can trust God with it. So now I'm one of those people that actually confess publicly my sins. Wow. And that's out of obedience to the Lord. I'm not saying it says to do that in the Bible. Yeah. But for me, that is what God told me to do. That's how everything that we've done with our book, the movie, and even my talk show that I do, it's all about putting a spotlight on my shadow world and showing people how you can take everything that was meant to kill you and use it for the glory of God and use it to set other people free.
1: Wow. Wow. That's awesome, man. So let's do that right now. Because before you said the sexual addictions and all that stuff, you stopped fueling the drugs, but the drugs are already an addiction. Mm. So how did you overcome the drug addiction that enhanced your sex life? I mean, at that moment when you stopped, you probably felt like you needed those drugs. How did you convince yourself like, hey, I don't need these things?
0: Well, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that those feelings and thoughts go away. Mm. because the devil is always going to try to get you to go back in your grave. Right. But you have to understand, I'm very comfortable with being honest about where I'm at with God. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be a hundred percent healed yet. Mm. Like it's part of my journey. And I don't want to ever give off the air that just because you give your life to the Lord, you're going to become perfect because mm. you're not right. You're not as far as the uh, desire for chem sex, it's taken a lot of healing. Yeah. But the fact is that it's been the healing journey that's me allowed it. And it's also doing everything possible to not get myself triggered with some form of lust mm. that is going to awaken that desire for drugs. Mm. If my eyes are focused on what they're supposed to be focused on, all of a sudden, the desire goes away. It changes, or it doesn't have the same power that it had on me before.
1: Right. So you discovered something else, the power of God to begin to replace that and really begin to remove that. That's amazing, brother. What would you say real quick to someone who's stuck in their stuff right now? They feel shame and guilt. They feel like they can't overcome their own struggles. What would you say to them?
0: Everything that you surrender to the Lord, he will use. For not just his glory, but you're good. Mm. And that's anything. That's literally anything. It could be financial insecurity. It could be addiction. It could be abuse. It could be a relationship. It could be a job. The fact is that if something is building inside of you, there's turmoil and it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good for you. Mm. And it feels like it's taking control over you. I assure you the power of surrender is one of the most amazing ways to exercise your faith, show God that you're serious and show God that you do truly need Him because after all, serving the Lord is an all-in relationship. It's not a halfway thing. It's not 90%. Give Him your whole life and He'll do something really special
1: with it. Wow. Joshua, that's really good. The power of surrender. Joshua, thanks so much for sharing your testimony. We really glorify God that He has truly changed your life. And so, Joshua, thanks so much for being with us on the show.
0: Thank you, sir, for having
1: me. Hang on. I have some deep thoughts right after the break. Hey everyone, as an evangelist, I'm really into changing people's lives with a powerful message of the cross. Do you know people are getting set free from drugs, addictions, and internal anguish by the power of the Holy Spirit working through our show? Will you ask the Holy Spirit if He wants you to partner with us financially? Every donation will help us to reach 1 million more people. Think of it, 30 people giving $100 a month will bring this show in front of 1 million more people. Will you help me to get to one more city in the U.S.? You can give by going to AwakenTheNations.com. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I know as you're hearing this, you're wondering, how can someone overcome all of that simply by having a relationship with Jesus Christ and becoming a Christian? Well, it's something that is tough to do, right? Joshua had anger issues, sexual addictions, same-sex attractions, attractions to even women, drug addiction, rage and anger. I mean, wow. And according to ancient scriptures, Jesus came for people like Joshua. Jesus didn't just come for those who think they're good people. Jesus came to be the savior of the world. He came to be the answer. You see, we're all looking for that answer. And so many of us are looking for answers in the wrong places. Yes, it may not be the wrong places like Joshua experienced, but maybe our desires have been set upon just our own lives. Instead of our lives being set upon God, we're in a constant pursuit for what, for how, happiness, and fulfillment for ourselves. But what is fulfillment, my friend? And how did Joshua discover that to get set free from his past life, how did he do that? According to scriptures, he got born again. You see, Jesus has the power to not only fulfill us continually, but he has the power by the Holy Spirit to birth us into an entirely new person. Jesus speaks of this when he said to Nicodemus in John 3, 3 3-5, Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You see, what Jesus was telling the world about was the power of God to bring rebirth or to make someone born again. So that they can enter into the kingdom of God. If we aren't born again, no matter how good we may think we are, we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. But Joshua is describing to us an experience of being made a new creation, of being born again. And that's how the miracle happens, my friends. Where are you with this? Have you been born again? Have you received the wonderful power of the Spirit of God? If you haven't, I'm going to pray for you right now. Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, we ask for you to come right now to the person who's saying, I have never been born again. I've never experienced this newness in Jesus Christ. Jesus, we receive that. Holy Spirit, we want that newness. We don't want the old anymore. We want the new, Lord Jesus. Bring the new as you did for Joshua. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched.
0: If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningDonations.com. That's AwakeningDonations.com. See you next time.